0: Have you ever traveled to another country or another city? And at the point of touchdown, you have an overwhelming surge of emotions that connect you to the place. Our next conversation is with someone who will share one such experience and many others out of travel adventures, including being carted off to a police station immediately after landing. That's a doozy. Adrienne Streeter and her husband Doug are passionate about travel and passionate to have that freedom show up in their two daughters' lives. These beautiful, dynamic, already globetrotting little girls. Adrienne is the one we have our conversation with today. She works in IT and has a background in film production. She leads a productive, creative life, and in the middle of it, she's an avid reader when catching moments of escape. <laughs> well, well, maybe it's not escape, and more about capturing downtime for herself. So get ready to traipse through Nairobi, Edinburgh, and Paris, and hear a little bit about some unforeseen adventures in Greece. This is Antonio Goodwin, and you're listening to Freedom Now Travel, Express Yourself. Here we share inspiring stories about freedom and passion expressed and experienced through travel. Get ready for takeoff, buckle up, here we go
1: we have two girls, a five and a seven year old and my husband and I just got back from Paris and Scotland and we were in Edinburgh and we took a day trip to Glasgow but it was supposed to be happening in June and the plans fell through. However, in my husband's infinite wisdom he decided to share with our two kids, we're going to Scotland and so mommy had to make it happen because because daddy promised it and it was now on the docket. So Can I just um,
0: punctuate something. Well, what, what an amazing way to raise your kids in that you give your word to something and you honor it. You make it yeah. happen because you yeah. say it. that's very powerful. Thank you. Thank you. And you you express that through travel.
1: Well. Also, one of the things that because my husband and I both love traveling, we agreed when we have kids or when we had kids that for their fifth birthday, we were going to allow them to choose any place in the world that they wanted to go. So five, 10, 15 maybe 20, I don't know if we're going to do that at their 20th birthday, that they can choose wherever they want to go. And so our seven-year-old wanted to go to London. She wanted to go to London to visit Peppa Pig's World. So we took her to Peppa Pig's World. And then our now five-year-old, she wanted to go up the Eiffel Tower. So that's where the Paris portion came in. So yeah.
0: So we're going to have to unpack all of this because You have children who also have been inspired to want to travel. Yeah. Not all kids want that or even can imagine, hey, I want to go to London because I want to go and visit Peppa Pig's farm. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go up the Eiffel Tower at five. How did yeah. they get that? Where does that desire come from?
1: So my husband and I have always shared pictures with them. I used to live overseas for grad school. And so between my talks about living in London and taking the train, so we've always just had this conversation. They see pictures of mommy when I was, you know, fancy and free and had, you know, discretionary funds, which does not (laughs) exist once you have kids. So they have seen this journey that my husband and I have gone on and they've heard conversations around our trips that we've taken together. And so even since they, when they were six months old, we, we got their passports with no real destination. We just knew that we were gonna be traveling. And so as soon as they turned six months old, we got both of their passports. And whenever I see a great deal on Expedia, we can book it now,
0: so. Mm -hmm. Already planned, like it was decided that your kids would be travelers, that they would have a desire to travel and experience that. What a way to input passion into their lives. Actually, let's talk about where did yours come from?
1: I think growing up in South Carolina, I have always had a desire to see beyond. You know, I have always loved to travel, even when growing up, we didn't take plane vacations. Like we would sit in a car and I would be so enthralled by just seeing, you know, the mile markers go by. And my stepfather was an engineer in the railroad and he talked to me about travel and, and how to view the road and how to understand the number system from a highway. And I found out later that that same odd and even is the same for latitudes and longitudes in terms of airplanes. So when you're flying, if you're flying at thirty-seven thousand feet, you are flying from a north to south location. If you're flying at thirty-two thousand feet, you are flying east to west. And so that fascination. I have never known that. Yeah, that fascination. So it also helps traffic controllers kind of understand the direction of uh, clearly I'm a traveler.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I call myself a traveler. Who knew? Yeah, this is this is a great way to manage flight patterns so that yes. planes don't hit each other.
1: Yes. Wow. If they're coming from east to west, north to south, yes. Yeah. I hope I explained that. It's in my head. <laughs>
0: well, whatever you did explain, if if it wasn't clear, we certainly know how to to Google a, a topic about it. Yes, yes,
1: yes, Google mm-hmm. it. And so that's where my passion came from, because I was like, this is fascinating for me. And I just wanted to get out of the car. I wanted to see more. And so that's kind of where my passion for travel came from,
0: road so- trips. Road trips in particular. So one of the things that we do on the podcast is we talk specifically about how passion and freedom get expressed through travel. So yeah. you got you got started when you were a kid and wanting to travel. What are some of your tell me two if that whatever comes to mind, memorable trips?
1: Oh, I would say when I went to the continent of Africa first. I went to the country of Kenya. And Can I just said um,
0: I love uh, that you said the continent because we yes. hear too often it used as if it's a country. There's a lot it's the great continent. Thank you. I interrupted yes. to continue.
1: No, you're and I was sitting, it was so funny because I was sitting next to this Caucasian man and we were on a virgin flight from London. And I don't know what happened to me. I don't, I started crying when, when the wheels hit the ground in Nairobi, I had this overwhelming sense of, I was in, at home, like I was in a place that I had never been, and I'm not crying. And this guy's looking at me like, "Is she okay?" Like I'm boohooing, playing, and I had not expected that at all. And so that would have to be my number one experience traveling, particularly around emotions that I didn't even know that I was going to feel. I I can't explain it, and and I I just I can't explain it. I just i just started crying it was it was um, it was joy but it was also a place of a sense of belonging mm. that i don't necessarily feel all the time or mm-hmm. or or have i ever felt honestly in america it was just a different feeling mm-hmm. so that was that's been a very memorable moment and another very very memorable moment my husband and i were traveling to greece and I don't know how, but it happened. Somehow we got upgraded and they gave us like passes to go sit in the lounge. And so. <laughs> That's quite lovely.
0: <laughs> An international It's Quite,
1: quite nice. nice. And we met this couple, and it was this older couple, and they were so in awe that we were traveling as young as we were because they were quite older and we found out in that conversation that she and her husband had just started traveling for the first time about five years prior to us meeting them and that they had visited over 112 I think it was 112 different countries and they were on their way to Bangladesh because they wanted to cross that one off of their list, and I was just in awe that this uh, this woman and her husband had just started traveling. And I think to date, I probably have twenty countries under my mm. belt. And I'm thinking she did this in five years. Wow. Years? What am I doing wrong? So. <laughs> well, they were
0: significantly older, right? Were they retired? Yeah. What was that? Like? Uh,
1: yeah, they clearly were. Mm. They so were.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have it that you are going to create something or have been creating something where you you can do whatever it is you desire in terms of travel, even with your kids. But mm-hmm. I digress. Go back to what you were saying. You met this older couple. Yeah, so we old.
1: met this... And I was just really in awe and inspired by how literally she was inspired by us traveling at a young age. She was like, oh my God, you're traveling at a young age. And it was almost like... I could see a reflection from both of us in that I was envious of how many countries she has visited. And she was envious that we had started our journey of travel so early. And so it was just really cool to have that perspective. But we were on our way to Greece to answer your question, which was a lovely trip. We we went to jail, but it was a lovely trip.
0: Of course. <laughs> You don't have to but I got
1: basically basically we landed really late in the evening in Greece this was right when their economy pretty much had crashed and everything was it was really tough in Greece and so we went for Christmas and New Years And apparently because Greece is so close to North Africa, a lot of people will walk the streets at night and that's, they use Greece as a gateway to get through and get to the rest of Europe. And so my husband and I, not knowing this, midnight just landed. We're hungry. We're trying to go get something to eat. And so they picked us up and took us to the police station and needless to say, after three hours, they verified that we were Americans and that they let us go, but they did not take us back to where we were. They made us walk. <laughs> so my husband and I were walking the streets of,
0: Greece, of Athens, What's Greece on? at three o'clock in the morning, Man. not knowing where we were. <laughs> what a way, what an introduction to Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Did, but did we had a
1: happen? great time. I was going to
0: say. All right. So it there, there was just a part of the adventure. Yeah. Uh, one aspect of some part of Greece.
1: Yes. And added to this. Yes. Story.
0: Wow. Yes. Well, what, what one thing maybe that you can share about Greece that you found fascinating? Fascinating. Was this your first time?
1: Yes. This was our first time and probably our last. in Athens, <laughs>
0: Greece. <laughs> uh oh! I don't know. That doesn't bode very well. To, to, why first and last? Like well, what's the one thing? Well,
1: I, 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 that was literally our first experience. We got off the plane and this happened. You know, mm. we got to our hotel and this happened. So, needless to say, I was still hungry and kind of cranky because we had just taken this long flight. But one of the things that I think. Uh, in terms of passion, to kind of tie in one of your earlier questions, my husband loves to cook. And so for his Christmas present, I had arranged for us to have a private cooking session with an executive chef there. And that was his Christmas present. So just trying to bring in the things that he loves to do, along mm-hmm. with what I love to do anytime we go Um, anywhere abroad so that the passions just overlap and overlay and it just really kind of adds that flavor to the trip. And so for me, that was the highlight of literally going into this woman's kitchen and having for the first and only time in my life, a 10 course meal. I never even knew those exist. And literally she just showed us how to prepare and we cooked with her, and we drank with her, mm-hmm. and it was just a wonderful experience to get really in the culture and the food of Athens, pretty much. And and it was just a, it was just an amazing experience. So I think for me, that was definitely the highlight. And then on New Year's Eve, our hotel where we were staying had a direct view of the Parthenon. And so we saw Mm -hmm. the fireworks and it was just really, it was breathtaking. It was beautiful. It was like bringing in that refreshing new year. So yeah, that was the highlight of the trip. And funny thing is, we never saw another police officer the entire week we were there.
0: <laughs> it was like you're welcome, welcome to Greece. Well, but you know, it didn't mar the trip, which is great. Yes, it, it yes, worked out, and and you got to stay at, what in front of the Acropolis, <laughs> like the
1: Acropolis, know. the Acropolis. Yes, yes, yes. Not the Parthenon. Well, the Parthenon you, is. You saw the Parthenon. Yes, yes. the Acropolis. The Acropolis.
0: Yes, the Acropolis. You got to see fireworks.
1: The hotel is called the Athens gate. Mm -hmm. If anyone wants to know, it's, it's beautiful. That's where we stayed the Athens gate.
0: All right. That's on my list. I'm going to check it out. Yep.
1: Should I make my way back to
0: Athens? (laughs) (laughs) I have to ask. So did you have Uzo and did you like Uzo the drink?
1: Well, I loved Uzo and yes, had quite a bit of it. I was introduced to it by the executive chef and we just kept taking shots. And so maybe... Maybe the food was as. Maybe the food wasn't as good as I thought it was. I don't know because I had quite a bit of ouzo. You know,
0: and I'm not a fan because I don't like black licorice in general. Yeah, but the taste for me doesn't work.
1: Well, okay, I will say this if. Your, your listeners don't know anything about me. Know that I like to taste adult beverages. <laughs> my husband is also a, my husband is a much bigger drinker and that's his judge because he likes to pair food. He knows what to drink before a meal, during a meal, after a meal. And so even off this last trip in Scotland, we took, we did a whiskey tour which was difficult to find because most of the whiskey tours you have to be 18 or older because you're going to be tasting but i found the one that would allow us to bring our kids Mm. along so yeah
0: wow that's awesome that's awesome we we drink (laughs) we'll pause here for a brief message brought to you by the interpreted life llc committed to creating a world where everyone thrives using life design and intentional living. Maybe you or someone you know is figuring out life's next moves while in the midst of a change that you want to make or that you have to make. We coach people through that process by helping them live better, fuller, more extraordinary lives through sustained moment-by-moment thriving. The Interpreted Life, creating a life you love and living that life with passion. For more information, go to www.theinterpretedlife.com. So you, you've been to about 20 countries and counting, and you have a passion that you have instilled in your children, who already have told you um, where they want to go, and apparently have created it because they've been to London and plus 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 and France <laughs> and Scotland. What would you say is is I guess your next adventure.
1: Honestly, I would love for my children to have the experience of living outside of the U.S. I think that would be the biggest adventure because one of the things that... I learned as an adult when I traveled for the first time, funny story, side note, I had been wanting to travel internationally and none of my girlfriends at the time, they were like, nope, 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 nope. And so I woke up one morning and I was like, I don't care how much it costs. I'm buying a plane ticket. And I was living in L.A. at the time and I bought a plane ticket from L.A. to London. The plane ticket, the cost was 777 Wow, (laughs) I remember it, and that trip changed my life in so many ways, and I think. For me, I learned more about myself and even my own biases mm-hmm. because of the media and mm-hmm. because of what we see and what we are told versus what we can actually experience for mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I, when I look back over my own experiences, I think for me, the next thing would be to allow my children to experience, you know, living in a foreign country, understanding some of the things that you and I may take for granted are not necessarily the same privileges that someone else in a foreign country may have. And so that would be ideal for me. I obviously have to convince my husband on that one.
0: (laughs) Sounds like you might have too much convincing.
1: No, we we both are kind of in alignment. And I think for me, just making sure we find the right place and the right space for our children and what we are looking for, that would definitely be a huge adventure, because mm-hmm. I think it would also open their eyes even more because it's one thing to travel to a space. It's another thing to live in that place. And to be really part of your everyday life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that would be the next thing I would tackle.
0: So do you see it giving them and you a level of freedom that you get to express and experience through that type of travel? Like what type of freedom would be available in living in another space for a length of time, another country?
1: I think freedom is also a part of the way you think and perceive things. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I was shocked about in terms of freedom, when I moved to Europe, this huge, this was well before COVID, this was a decade before COVID, Mm -hmm. how they advertised work-life balance. I was so shocked to see that they were not working the 40-hour week that the American, you know, or more worker was working, that leisure was so important to them, family time was so important. I was just really kind of taken aback, and at the time I wasn't um, married, nor did I have children, but to just see the the shift in a perspective of understanding how important family is over work, even the level of vacation days they get, Mm. like I could get a part-time job at McDonald's and I'm guaranteed 25 vacation days. What? (laughs) 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 What? And, and they take their vacation. Mm. They don't roll it over. They take their vacation. And so I would want to instill in my children that, yes, work is important, but also work-life balance is Mm. so important. And I think that COVID has begun to shift the mindset of most Americans um, to understand that you can balance being a holistic person, supporting a business and its goals. But I just think that in Europe, in some regards, they have it right, whereas we're still trying to catch up and and take a step back and say, I don't necessarily have to work 80 hours a week and kill myself for what I would want them to have that experience.
0: So you bring up a a great point, actually, about a paradigm shift, or at least an entree into something different, a different way of thinking, where here in American culture, there is a, a, a system of, you know, nose to the grindstone or, you know, I'm, I'm hustling or that the idea of mm-hmm. doing it by yourself and kind of this mythological figure that stays up all night and really, you know, drinks all this coffee and then gets up and mm-hmm. jogs in the morning. Like we mytho- it's a myth. It's a myth. Mm-hmm. As if mm-hmm. This is what success looks like. Whereas some, some other places where success is and however Mm -hmm. it's defined has a different approach or have different approaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I had to consider that as a way of freedom expression.
1: Yeah, and for me, I love, you know, I love the freedoms and the privileges and, you know, I love America and there, even Mm. when I lived in Europe, I would find myself tearing up when like our national anthem came on for something, you know, I was like, oh my God, that's my country. Yay! (laughs) But just the freedom to, you know, expand my own thinking around Who I am as a black woman, who I am as a traveler, because in America, at least when I started traveling at the time, less than or about three percent of African-Americans in the United States had a passport. So it was a very foreign concept when I talked to my friends and you know family members about hey i want to go to portugal oh i want to go to spain and it was like okay girl come down off the clouds like you know let's go to atlanta all right let's mm-hmm. make our way to atlanta and there's nothing wrong with atlanta there's right. nothing wrong with you know staying within your means and and you know staying where you're comfortable but for me the freedom of being able to understand more about who I was and where I fit in the world and how I fit in the world. And even my own, again, my own biases of the world based on the media that I've been taking in my own country and in my own culture. And so um, I, I'm, I'm excited because I have, you know, since I started traveling, I've seen so many black traveling groups, women, you know, couples. And it's just like, yes, get out there and see it because it gives you a sense of empowerment Mm -hmm. because you know your voice is is not as muted Mm -hmm. as some people would like for you to believe your voice is muted. Mm -hmm. Travel gives you that, that confidence to say, I'm going to stand up for what I believe is right for me, whether it's something on a uh, social standpoint or whether it's political or or whatever it is. It's a very empowering process because you begin to see not only yourself differently, but you see the world differently. And that in and of itself is a, a freedom that we can't really you can't quantify in dollars.
0: You've been listening to Freedom Now Travel Express Yourself. Adrian shared with us how she and Doug express and experience passion and freedom through travel with one another as a couple, and also with their two little girls as a family. With an open heart and mind, Adrienne shared what freedom could look like for her daughters living in another country having a different perspective and frame of reference while growing up. She also shared how she and her husband are committed to their daughters having a love for travel and actually doing it. What a beautiful family love story, love of passion and freedom expressed through travel. Keep your eyes and ears open for the upcoming interviews, especially with Janet and Jada Young. Talk about serendipity superpowers and luxury travel you're going to love listening to them. Be sure to subscribe. Find us on anchor.fm or on Spotify. Check out the blog where we go in-depth to the topic being shared for that week. And by all means, share all this goodness and inspiration with someone you love. I look forward to being with you the next time. Ciao for now.